I guess we're going to call it Cyclone episode 31, right? I guess so. All right. So we begin tonight with the aspect of, let's talk about the NFL news. Uh, anything you want to talk about? <laughs> You're asking an Eagles fan about news they want to talk about. Right now, honestly, I don't want to talk about any of that, but I, I do want to bring up that the Eagles are in need of a halfback, and let's hope that they get one because this season is not looking good. I don't know what they need. I know that they need a spark, though. That's about as much as I know that they need. And um, they just lost their key running back. So I guess we'll find out what happens with that, huh? You know, Trent Richardson is available. Are you losing your mind or you just hate the Eagles? (laughs) The latter. (laughs) Wow. Wow. And it all comes out right now. No, I don't hate the Eagles. I just want to make a joke because everyone made a joke about the Browns last year. So, um, all right. So let's see what's going on here. So, yeah, you guys lost your main back. I wish you guys never got rid of Blunt. That was uh, that was a shame. I don't think it was really that they got rid of Blunt. Blunt was on a one-year contract, and I'm sure they would have happily brought him back, but it was a money thing, and I think he found a deal that he was looking for with the Lions. I, honestly, I feel like after that season when Matt Patricia – um, decided to coach the Lions. That's really what made up Blunt's mind. Well, I knew something was going to happen big with the NFL with this, um, with the Eagles especially. Like, you kind of just, like, yeah, they won it, even though, like, it was, like, were they really the best team in the NFL, the Eagles, that year? No. I just, really. I disagree. I disagree. I don't mean to cut you off, but... No, go for it, man. All right, all right. Here's, here's the reason I disagree. Define team. When you define team, you see how the Eagles played last year. Not so much how they're playing this year, but last year they played as a cohesive unit. They played as a team. I didn't see any other team in the league that was playing the way they were with each other, not against each other. They were probably the the most cohesive that you could possibly find in that entire. You clearly did not see the Browns season. Browns season was terrible. Um, But But no, but it brought unity in where we are now. I mean, well, well, there you go. Then they were a good team. They just weren't a very talented team, I guess. But if you say the most talented team, probably not. The Eagles probably were not the most talented team. But well, that, that Matthew, the guy who just recently got injured, yeah, that was the smartest trade you guys did. And the Dolphins were – they looked like a donkey for doing that. Like, you gave that up for a fourth-round pick? I'm sure they had their reasons. I mean, I'm surprised that you guys did not go after Adrian Peterson. I'm not surprised at all. Look – I always felt like Adrian Peterson was a good running back. Um, and I felt like he was one of the best when he was with the Vikings at his age now. And I hate to say that that way, but where he is in his career right now, I don't see him being a featured back. He just, 
doesn't have the same juice that he did back when I know, but it's a good one year start for like for you guys to draft another younger guy. I get what you're saying, but I think their belief was that Jay Ajayi would that be that guy since we kinda already had people to hold down the fort with Clement and Smallwood and I mean Smallwood's been looking like a beast actually. I'm surprised by that. But um Clement and Sproles I think they, they did pick up a young guy. Well, Sproles didn't last long again. Yeah. Um, but he might be back. I think he he's definitely going to be back soon. Um, I don't know. Jay said Jay told me that this is. Uh, he said that this was his last year. He claimed it was. Oh, not next year. Uh, I mean, he'll be back this season. I don't think he's on injury. No, I'm. Well, we don't know if he's done. Done. After the season, I think he's going to retire. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I I think that I, I don't see him coming back. If the season is so lost, why would you even bother? Well, the season's not lost. Dude, the whole NFC East is way open. What are you guys, like one and three? They're two and three, but every other team's got the same amount of wins. I mean, the only reason the Redskins... Uh, 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 au contraire. Yeah, the, uh, well, actually... The Browns are two, two, and one, good sir. I'm talking about the NFC East. I know. I just wanted to. Can, can I just praise my team for five seconds? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, my team. Yeah, Cleveland. Yo, I, I, I've i been made fun of for three years on the Cyclone shows. This was my moment. And I'm just saying, the, the Browns are back. We are finally, like, this team that can finally do stuff. It reminds me of like the Milwaukee Brewers back in the day or the Milwaukee Bucks. We're finally developing a team that can win games. Okay, I'm done. I'm not going to scream. Here's my thing. I like the Browns. I do. As a matter of fact, I've been wanting to see them do well for a long time. I'd like to see Baker Mayfield do well. I think that the guy's got a lot of potential. I did a lot of bashing on him coming out of the draft, calling him the next Johnny Manziel. Um. But I, I, I believe he's proved that wrong. And there was a lot of skeptics out there that were blowing a lot of smoke about Mayfield. Obviously, Mayfield does have talent. And it looks like at this point that he was deserve, deserving of that number one overall pick. Um, I did like Taylor, too. Um, but I think as a starter, I think this is the end of the uh, starting road for Tyrod Taylor. As for the rest of the Browns team, I think that they have a good group of guys. I'm glad to see Hugh Jackson having a, a team that's winning games. And, you know, it's, I feel like it's hopefully going to be a tight season for the Browns. Maybe they'll get lucky and get into the playoffs. You know, there's a lot of other good teams in that division. The only thing that worries me with the Browns is that uh, they're not exactly blowing out teams. So I guess you wouldn't expect them to. The Raiders kind of got lucky with that win the other week. Speaking of which, when the Browns beat the Ravens this week, it was a pretty close game, but to be able to beat a division rivals. Well, the Browns will win. Anyways, so let me talk about the games. All right, sounds good. Okay. So the first game was the Colts versus the Patriots. Going to the Patriots, the Patriots won 38-24. I did not care about this game because I figured the Patriots would win. 
I think that, I mean, I knew that the Patriots would probably win, but I, I feel like I picked the Colts in this one, just, you know, hoping that maybe there would be some kind of miracle. Uh, I don't think there's really too much to touch on in this one. I mean, the Patriots are freaking Patriots. And until somebody can prove that otherwise, I think for every Patriots game from here on out, we might as well just say they're going to win. <laughs> um, I mean, this was weird because normally the Colts always win against the Patriots during these, like, type of games. But, yeah, not this time. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. I I didn't really I I watched the game but I didn't really like I just phase, I just knew what was going to happen. Um and then we got the next game which shocked the freaking crap out of me. So the Broncos go to the Jets and the Broncos lose horrifically 34 to 16. Um I think I picked the Broncos here but I think we both did. Yeah, I, I'm not too surprised. The The only thing is, I feel like at this point in the season, the Jets have just been really inconsistent. Um, they either really have the potential to, you know, kick ass or they're just get lucky in these games. I, I really don't know. I don't think the Broncos are a bad team. Um, I think – it's going to be a struggle for them this season. I mean, it really is. The Jets, however, um, I think their quarterback's pretty good. You know, the, the rest of the team is really hit and miss. Um, so, I mean, they're always going to be kind of a wild card going into the week, I think. So you're saying, like, the Jets are kind of a sleeper team? Yeah, they're a team I wouldn't be surprised – if they don't make the playoffs, but then I wouldn't be surprised if they do make the playoffs. Um, what's their record right now? Do you know? Two and three. Two and three. Yeah. They they would need a lot. To, I mean, it's still early in the season, but um, I think we'll we'll probably know a little bit more about the Jets around week eight or nine. Okay. So our next game, brother. We had the Giants go to Carolina, and the Giants fell short to the Panthers, 33-31. I do not like everyone saying, yo, keep up on Eli Manning. No, this was not Manning's fault this game. And I heard the most ridiculous thing on first take saying, oh, yeah, we should bring in Colin Kaepernick. Why? For the Giants? Yeah. I agree with you on the whole why thing. I think at a point in time, I would have agreed with that because at a point in time, Colin Kaepernick looked like a heck of a quarterback. His last season with the 49ers, he looked like junk. And that's the thing that people keep forgetting. They think Colin Kaepernick doesn't have a job just because he kneeled down. No. I mean, yeah, that was part of the reason. It was a big part of the reason. But really, it's because he's kind of a stubborn guy. He thinks he's a starter in the league still, but he's really not. He's a backup at best. He's not that great of a quarterback anymore. And he's been out of the league for how many years has it been? Like two years now? Remember, this guy lost his starting up to Blaine Gabbert. This was even before he did all his protests. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, he would have fit perfectly in Chip Kelly's system. So for people to think that Colin Kaepernick is this great quarterback, he's not. He had a good coach in Jim Harbaugh, and a lot of people forget that. Jim Harbaugh turned Alex Smith's career around, and he made Colin Kaepernick look like an all-star, you know? So 
you got to remember about the coaching. And a lot of people would think, oh, bring in Kaepernick. Bring, bring in Kaepernick. He's going to be the savior for your team. Get that out of your head. If you're going to bring in Kaepernick, you're going to bring him in as a backup. And that's where things get iffy. People say, why isn't he getting the chance where these other players are? Well, there's a difference. These other players who are protesting, they have the skills to back up what they're doing. You know, like they have teams to have a reason to have them on the team. You know what I mean? You know, I, I like that they're showing like protesting and showing this isn't right. You guys are society. We need to fix this. Great. But when people think that that's the only reason he doesn't, doesn't have a job, they're, they're dead wrong. And I hate to say it, but I think he wouldn't be an upgrade to Manning. I think he'd be on the same level as Manning. To be honest with you, I think he'd be a lower grade than Manning. I think he'd be like a Troy Smith right now. The guy has not played football in two years. Yeah, there you go. It's, although I will say this, I don't think Manning is really a good quarterback anymore. I'm not sure. I really ever thought he was a great quarterback to begin with, although he did win two Super Bowls. For the Giants, when he gets into the playoffs, that's a totally different thing. But getting there, it's always been a struggle for him. They always thought Tom Coughlin was a mistake. It, it was. It was something that was bound to happen. But all in all, yeah, it was a mistake to get rid of him for Ben McAdoo or McAdoo, whatever. The guy's an idiot, you know. Some coaches just need to stay coordinators. Dude, anyone who thought Ben McAdoo was an upgrade over him, you got to be out of your mind. Yeah. That's uh, on the game. I had nothing to say about it. So, anyways, the Bengals versus the Dolphins. And didn't the Bengals trail this game and they came back and won this game? They did. I believe at that point in time when they were trailing, it looked like the Dolphins were going to take it over and win the game. And I got to be a loudmouth for a little bit. And what happened? They turned around and they kicked the Dolphins' ass. I should have shut my mouth when I said, hey, how are my picks looking? All my picks were looking pretty dang good at that point. And then the next thing I know, everything plummeted on me. I remember – our picks. I picked the Bengals to win this game. Yeah, I remember um, our discussion where you said that I was crazy for picking the Dolphins, and um, apparently you were right. I know. But you can write something great in my honor like a memorial. That'd be great. Alright, the Ravens go to the Cleveland, our city, and they lose. They come up short to the Browns, 12-9. to Yeah. Yes. How about that? The Browns have two wins for the first time in a long time. And there's something for Browns fans to be excited about, and I think that's awesome. It's incredible. And it really is. Now, what I'd like to see is for the Browns to at least get eight wins this season. I don't think they'll get eight. I think they'll get seven. Well, seven to six, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. Dude, this team just came after 0-16. Yeah. Dude, just let them enjoy their wins anyways. I'm not saying I expect them to win that many. I'm saying it'd be great if they did. Yes. This was a game that uh, I think I picked the Packers in this game. The Packers went to Detroit and lost 31-23. I think this game probably shocked a lot of people. I'm not too shocked about this one. I mean, you look at the Packers, they get a lot of talented players, and you always expect them to do well, especially if Aaron Rodgers is playing. But the thing with the Lions this season is you really can't ever count them out but I would never go all in on them because it's another one of those teams that's really inconsistent. And it's bothered me all season. Like you'll see them beat a team and you'd you'd be like, Oh man, they're going to be really good this season. And they lose the next week. And you're like, what the heck's going on here? Like, what are the Lions? Do we know what the Lions are at this point? No. Do we know what the Packers are? Packers are struggling a little bit for the Packers. You know what I mean? Didn't they like go their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator and got new people? I'm not sure, but I know that they got rid of probably their best receiver. 
Oh, yeah, and then Jordan Nelson was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I think that was a big one right there. That was a head-scratcher. That was one that I can't quite understand because I feel like that's probably Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. So I thought Randall Cobb was his favorite target. He may go to Randall Cobb a lot, but I feel like he always went to Jordan Nelson when he really needed a big play. Oh, okay. You talk about the Jaguars and the Chiefs, so I say finish to chew this up. The Jaguars and the Chiefs. Not a surprise at all. I, I know that I picked the Chiefs, and I picked them with confidence. And at this point, it's hard to go against the Chiefs. That being said, the problem with teams like this is they get really hyped up. I mean, look, Mahomes, he's looking good. He didn't look as great as he has, and he finally threw an interception. But the thing is, the guy is doing what he needs to do to get wins the first few games, he needed to put up big numbers. This game, he just had to keep them in the game, and he's doing that. And that that's impressive. I, I think I found one of my new, not you know, not the favorites, but one of my new favorite quarterbacks to watch. I enjoy watching the Chiefs. I, I don't think that this should in any way say that the Jaguars are a bad team, although they did look pretty bad. Blake Bortles looked like the old Blake Bortles. Well, he threw like four interceptions, right? Three? Yeah, it was pretty bad. But for Jaguars fans, you should still have hope. The Chiefs are a really good team. Just take it as it is. When I went into this game, I actually um, I figured the Chiefs looked as lost as they would. They are going to complete be a one and done in the playoffs. Who, the Chiefs? Yeah. If they- I'm calling it right now. Oh. They're going to make the playoffs. They'll get into the divisional. They're going to be wiped out. You mean like what happened last season where they started off the season red hot and you're like, oh, my God, they're going to the Super Bowl. They get into the playoffs and they lost their first game again. Yeah. I don't disagree with you there, but I can't agree with you. And this is my thing on that. There are some differences with this Chiefs team than there were last year. Yes, but think about it. Eventually, everyone's going to figure them out. But that's my point. It's going to be a lot harder for them to figure them out with Mahomes than it was with Smith. And – the reason for that being is that Mahomes can beat you in so many different ways. We haven't even seen the peak. I know. We thought about Jimmy Garoppolo about that, too. Like, remember, people were predicting Super Bowl for the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo, for crying out loud, man. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. So you're somewhat of a normal fan. Okay. I, I guess. Because, no, there were a lot of people that were, like, saying, oh, yeah, Garoppolo's going to lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? A lot of people were believing the hype because he didn't lose any games last season, you know, and, you know, there was this whole story to it. Oh, Kyle Shannon. See, but that's the thing. It fits right into that mold that you were talking about with, oh, they're going to figure them out. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan is easy to figure out. It may take you a little bit of time, but when you do, it's just what it is. It's even more embarrassing that they figured them out in five games when they went to the regular season. Like, yeah, everybody knew what they were going to do. Yeah, it is what it is. Which is a crying shame. Yeah, as for the Chiefs go, there's something something about this team. Like, something thinks that it's going to implode by the playoffs. Something doesn't feel right. Just just trust me on that one. I do. And, and the reason is because it does feel like one of those teams where it's like they're looking really good, and you see these teams that do this, and then they go from – being 5-0, and and then they end up finishing the season 5-11. and 11. 
I don't think they're going to go five and eleven, but I think they're going to go like ten and six. They'll get the they'll get in the playoffs. They'll be eliminated. I don't know. I just I don't trust this team yet. I don't, and I don't trust Andy Reid. Don't trust Andy Reid. How can you not trust Andy Reid? You're an Eagles fan. You never trusted him. Anyways, let's move on. Well, hopefully you understood my sarcasm there. Okay, I know I do. Anyways, uh, we got we got the Titans traveling to Buffalo, the great city Buffalo, and losing thirteen to twelve. And to be honest, this was a game that nobody really cared for because first and foremost, neither team is going anywhere. Like the Titans are, ter- I don't like Mariota. I don't think he's that good. Uh, I'm not sold on Mariota either. He just feels too much like a. Vince Young or uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, and it's really hard to figure that situation out. I just don't know if he's ever going to be an elite quarterback. He's uh, a mobile quarterback. I'll give him that. But the thing is, he gets injured all the time. Reminds me of Tyrod whenever he has to be. So he can't do mobile. So he has to base on you know his QB skills. He's like a deer in the headlights and has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. It's a shame. Like I feel like they barely beat the Eagles. And right now the Eagles are struggling. You guys have a lot of guys injured. Yeah, it goes beyond that. Is Jeffrey's back yet? Yeah, Jeffrey's back. Yeah, since last week. But um, anyway, I don't want to get you know too stuck on this game. I do want to say congratulations, Bills fans. Probably feels pretty good right now. As a matter of fact, didn't was it the Titans that beat the Bills in the playoffs last year? No, that was the Jaguars. Jaguars. Remember, I'm a Bills and Browns fan. I I know this. That's why I asked. I'm still hoping that Josh Allen works on his accuracy because, you know, with the arm. Oh, he has a lot of problems. Well, his receivers aren't really that good either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Benjamin, you know, the only time the Panthers went to the Super Bowl was when Benjamin was injured for the year. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not trying to speculate things. I'm just saying. Anyways. Well, Benjamin coming out of the draft said he was lazy and didn't give all effort in practice. I mean, if a player's telling you, hey, I'm lazy, I'm not going to put all the effort in that I need to for this job, that should probably tell you something. So obviously the Panthers were willing to part ways with him for a reason. It was a bad pick. You know, he had skills but in the NFL you have to have more than skills every player in there has skills so are you trying to tell me that Charles Rogers and Mike Williams were bust remember all the like Detroit Lions like wide receivers that were just lazy and didn't care yeah exactly okay so we move on so we got the Falcons versus Steelers and was Anybody in the history of the world shocked by this game? I was not. I wasn't shocked, although I think I might have picked the Falcons, but I I, I wasn't shocked. No, by- I think I picked the Falcons too, but I just knew, like, yeah, I'm going to be proven wrong on this game. Yeah, this is one of those games where dealers coming out and saying, oh, you guys think we can't play without Bell? Well, here's 41 points for you. Shut your mouths. You know. No, it's not that. That's not the concern. It's, yeah, congrats. You won the game, but you beat a team that ever since the history of ever has never had, like, a good defense. Good for you, because if you had a good defense, the Falcons, you would have won that Super Bowl. Mm, um, because I, you would know how to hold a lead. I hear you on that one, but at the same time, I think the Patriots caught them off guard. You know, 
And I think that the Falcons got a little too relaxed thinking, oh, we got them. You know, we're, we're going to be okay. Uh, no, I don't think that's the case at all. It's the entire aspect of they weren't playing prevent during that. They weren't? No. Well, at least makes- not from my knowledge. Wow. That's pretty bad. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Why the heck would you play prevent in the third quarter? I don't know. That's dumb. I wouldn't do exactly. that. So, yeah, this game did not shock me. And, of course, now we're going to have more hearing about Le'Veon Bell for the next week, which is going to annoy the crap out of me and probably annoy the crap out of you. Yeah, because they're kind of like dangling them out there for Eagles fans to be like, oh, my God, maybe we'll pick him up. Uh, okay, they want like a second-round pick. Is he really worth a second? No. He's also probably not worth all the money he's asking for, especially since he's missed this much time away. And so he's probably going to be a little bit rusty. I mean, I would get like, uh, is Terrence Wetz still available? I would get Terrence Wetz. Anyway, who, what's the next game? What's the next game? All right, let's go on. Anyways, I'll yell about you about this later on off air. Anyways, yeah, that we knew that Raider loss was a fluke. We knew that. You mean that Raider win that they yeah. got? Uh, it should be a loss, though. No, seriously, the refs robbed the Browns that game. It's possible. But, all right, anyway. The Raiders uh, lost to the Chargers. Chargers, like, dude, seriously, Phillip Rivers, like, yeah. The guy's a great offense going on. Veteran quarterback. Like, th- this game was easy to predict. And John Gruden is so over his head. I, I'm starting to think. I wouldn't be shocked if he was fired by year three. Here's what upsets me about this. I, I, I did a lot of talking about John Gruden coming back and how I really believed that he was going to be a really good pickup. You know, like he was going to be a good coach coming back. I'm a little upset with what's going on in that move when they traded Mac really is standing out. I mean, you can't really deny how bad of a move that was at this point. You know, hopefully these draft picks that they got don't end up being busts. Because you're probably right. At this point, John Gruden is not looking like a solid pickup. And they don't have much of an excuse. If you say that getting rid of one player is going to demolish your team this much, then that tells me that you're not that good of a coach. Look at what Doug Peterson did last year. They lost Jordan Hicks, Carson Wentz, Jason Peters, Darren Sproles. Remember, this was Peterson's second year, though, in in his defense. It was Doug uh, Peterson. This was his Doug second Pe- year. Doug Peterson's second year of being a head coach ever. This is not John Gruden's second year. But he's been out of it for 10 years, man. It, it doesn't matter. He's been around the game. He's been a coach before. You know, he's gotten to see things from a level that not every other coach gets to see. Excuse- but so did Doug Peterson. He was the offensive coordinator. He was a quarterback coach. But he didn't get to see it from the perspective that John Gruden did from the broadcast. You're looking at every team's playbook. You were looking at what was working around the league. You were getting to know every player coming out of that draft with no restrictions because your job is to be able to see all of that. Going into this, when you sign a coach who had success before, whether it be 10 years ago or not, comes into this for the last few years, you're going to expect way more out of him. I don't want to hear this, oh, he's been out of coaching for 10 years, this is an excuse. No, he may have been out of coaching for 10 years, but he's gotten more of a look at every team in the league than any other coach in the league right now. Because You know who would be the best coach right now in the league? And I'm not even lying about this. Who? Tony Roma. If he decided to come down from the commentary booth. You think so? Oh, yeah. The guy knows every play everyone's going to do. That is true. He's really smart. 
surprisingly. I wasn't expecting him to come out and be able to call things the way I he thought did. it was going to be a boring commentator like Phil Simms. And all of a sudden, I know you're like, you're watching him. And you're like, oh, my God. He knows what the heck he's talking about. So the Minnesota Vikings go to Philadelphia, and they win 23-21. I'm going to let you take your lead. I'm not going to rant too much on this. Let me Let me put it this way. Yes, I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm also a football fan altogether. And the one thing I will tell you is the Vikings won that game fair and square. There was only one play in there that really, 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 really bothered me and and is still irking me, and that is when Michael Bennett got that sack and they called it a roughing the passer. I'm looking at this, and I'm thinking to myself, like, how in the world is this roughing the passer? He didn't land on the quarterback. He tackled him at the hips and then slid down. I mean, but he barely even fell to the ground. He looked like he sat down. Like, come on. That was ridiculous. That call right there bothered me more than anything else in that game. And honestly, the Eagles should have won that game going into that. The fact that they weren't able to pull that off did put a sour taste in my mouth. But the one play that got me the most was that sack. That is unbelievably dumb of the refs, and this is what they're going to continue to call. And I've looked at what happened with Clay Matthews and some of his sacks and some of the other sacks around the league, and I'm just – I'm not sure if, if they're going to continue to call roughing the passer like this. I'm not sure how much I can stand watching football anymore. I agree. A lot of that has happened to – it's like double ply, right? So say the Eagles do that, and then like it's fine, and but say the Vikings did it to your quarterback oh that you know we're not gonna call it that happened that happened actually they did worse than that and the the refs didn't call it so what's the deal with that that happened to the browns game twice uh versus uh raiders we were robbed of that one yeah the refs are calling what they want to call not what needs to be called and if the refs are going to be the reason why these games are won or lost for different teams, I think Mike Tomlin even spoke out about it. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, what are these defensive tackles, defensive ends supposed to do? What are they supposed to go in there and stand there and be like, oh, I poked you with my finger. Oh, I got a penalty. Oh, crap. Come on. This is getting out of hand. But then there's the teams where the refs are like, oh, we're going to let it go. He seemed like such a nice guy. Oh, he drove his face into the turf. Oh, that's too bad. That's all right. We'll get your team on the next one. Will that make up for it? But the problem is, this isn't like the MLB where, like, there's a pitch that you don't take and it's clearly a ball and it's a strike. You know, like, every play in the NFL is important. Yeah. And that's kind of the problem. You cannot blow plays like that. And the refs have been really off the ball on this. And it's getting to the point where, like, fans and everyone's just eventually going to get pissed off about this. I mean, it's already starting to bother me. It was bothering me before this game. I was looking at all the stuff that Clay Matthews was talking about, where he had some sacks and they were negated because they said he landed on the quarterback. Cardinals 49ers, Cardinals won 28-18. I'm just going to say this. You have your rookie quarterback versus your backup quarterback that originally was the boss, but hence the reason why you uh, traded for Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place, so it didn't shock me. It didn't shock me either, actually. I think I picked the Cardinals for this game for that very reason. What does shock me is that the 49ers haven't even attempted to go get another quarterback. Why are they not trying to get another quarterback? Their season's over. It's 1-4. They're 1-4? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Well, then, all right. Okay. Might as well see what you have in your backup at this point. That's uh, as a fan. If I was a 49ers fan, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't be okay with that. I, I don't care if you're one and four or not. I don't know. We got to see what they're going to do. And then we got the Rams going to Seattle, and the Rams win 33 to 31, and they are 5 and 0. Oh. Yeah, I know. Actually, you know what? Let me say something here. By all means. The Rams, you know, I was talking about the, how the Eagles were last year. Yeah. Honestly, I'm looking at this Rams team, and I'm feeling that from them. I'm seeing a group of players that likes each other and wants to play for each other, and they're playing hard for each other and their coach. You could tell they really like their coach, and you know it's not surprising that they're having a good season. They got a lot of good players, and they all seem to have pretty high character, which I'm surprised to be saying about Sue, considering his past. But you know, I'm a believer in giving people second chances, and so far he's making the most out of his. I mean, my God, how much has uh, Jared Goff progressed over three years? Oh my God! I mean, I think that just goes to show you. When you have the right coach, anything's possible. You look at how he was with Jeff Fisher, and then you look at how he is now with Sean McVay. It's a total difference. I, I think I, I'll be brutally honest. Under any circumstances, I don't think a single NFL team should ever hire Jeff Fisher again. Hmm. Not as a head coach, but I could see as maybe a defensive coordinator or defensive assistant. I don't know, like. My God. I mean, how many times has Eric DeBall been offered uh, offensive coordinator jobs? Uh, Buffalo right now. And they still can't do anything. Yeah, we won two games, but, like, we're not doing anything. It's, it's embarrassing. We got the Cowboys and the Texans, you know, the Cowboys away. Uh, they, they lost 16-19. I laughed my ass off. Couldn't happen that a better team. I'm sorry to say that. And um, Dak Prescott is not the quarterback that everyone thought he was going to be. He's not. Any, anybody who thought he was going to be was ridiculous. I think the thing with this game is Watson really showed who he is. This was, I think, more of a struggle than it should have been for the Texans, though. Um, looking I at agree the, with that. Yeah, looking at the way the Cowboys played, um, Looking at their situation, just looking at the way that team is, the Texans should have had this one easily. The fact that they only won by three is not a good sign, and that they shouldn't be too overly happy about that. Uh, I mean, that's all i got to say about that. If I was a Texans fan, I would be still very disappointed with the outcome of this game, regardless of the win. You you look so bad about this. They're blaming Jason Garrett for this, and I'm like, no, you should be blaming um freaking Mr. Jones for having Dak Prescott as your main. He's not that great. He never was. You never designed an offense to do his strengths. You never did anything. Like, how are you supposed to win a game? Jerry Jones and Jason Garrett are both to blame. Jason Garrett is a mediocre coach. He's never going to win you a Super Bowl. It's it's proven by this point. But he's I, not even calling plays anymore, so how is it any of his fault? He's the head coach. He can still make that decision. He could have went for it on fourth and one. No, like, no. Remember the offensive coordinators called the plays. Scott Lennon and stuff like that. Scott Lennon? Yeah. Yeah, I don't they know. They call the plays. He, he just sits there and looks like a freaking weird guy. I don't know. He The way I see it is he's the head coach. He still has the power over his offensive coordinator, and he could have made that decision to say, no, we're going to go for this. 
the offensive coordinator may have picked which play they were going to use, but yeah, he has the power though. Yeah, he could say, no, 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 we got to be aggressive here. Where are they at? I mean, I will say, I think they were in their own territory. Okay. Like, it was late in the game. Did they go overtime? I believe so. It depends on the yardage that they posted, and maybe, like, uh, Gary believed in defense so much. Well, but if you don't believe the problem in... with The problem is is you have Des- Dak Prescott, Mr. 3-and-out, uh, Mr. You know what Dak Prescott reminds me of? I hate to say this joke again. Tyrod Taylor, 13-14. He'll throw for, like, four yards. But hear me out. Everybody says how great of a running back Ezekiel Elliott is. Okay, listen to me when I say this. Elliott, I think he's got the most yards of any running back in the league. He's supposed to be the greatest running back right now. You're playing a game in which you depend on your greatest players. If you're in a situation in the fourth and one, and you have the so-called greatest running back in the NFL right now, you put the ball in your best player's hand. If it was a fourth and one play, and was it? It was a fourth and one play. I believe it was an overtime. And they why, why didn't you just like Dak Prescott just run a one-yard run, the quarterback sneak? I mean, you could have even done that. But my point being is you don't punt it away. You play to win. There, there's a time to be conservative and there's a time to be aggressive. And this is one of those times where you got to be aggressive. you got to say, hey, I, I know it's fourth and one. I know it's overtime. But if we don't at least try to get this, they're going to run the freaking ball down the field. We're not going to get it back. And they're gonna, we're either going to tie or they're going to win anyway. Have some balls. Your NFL head coach, grow some balls and yeah, go for fourth you, and one. I agree with you, man. All the way. God, I'm so mad about that game. <laughs> Okay, so we got the Redskins traveling down to the Saints and losing, and this game did not shock me. I don't know if it shocked anybody. I mean, I thought it was a good game for the Saints. I, I feel really good for Drew Brees. You know, um, he's really deserving of it. And now, I love the aspect that you had the most conservative quarterback ever, and Alex Smith, conservative. He's a game manager, technically. And you're having this, but Washington provide him with no defense, right? Yep. And you're going you're going against the highest passing quarterback in NFL history. What the hell do you think was gonna happen? Like legit think about it. what the hell do you think was gonna happen? I can't answer that question for you. I don't know what Red- the Redskins are thinking right now. I think that they should be a little concerned for their season because once the rest of the NFC starts getting hot, the Redskins are gonna start to tumble. They're on they're actually first place in the NFC East just because they've only played four games. They would probably be two and three just like the Eagles and the Cowboys. The way I saw those cornerbacks get burned, I thought, like, I was getting flashbacks to, like, Packer games when I saw Ahmad Carroll play. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm sorry to be brutal there. Enough of this game. Uh, Are we done with all the the games? We are done. We are done with all these games. Well, I guess that's the end of the show. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night. Oh, and remember... E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles better win this week. Yeah, they have to. Our season is screwed. All right, bye. (laughs) 